Hi, I'm George Stocker, and this is Last Week for the Week that ended July 31st, 2021. Using secrets in .NET Core console applications. Console applications remain one of the least documented parts of the .NET Core experience compared to ASP.NET, and I'm always happy to share content on that topic. Now, why are console applications in .NET Core important? Well, if you're in an event-driven microservices world in .NET, using a console application to connect to your message queue and receive messages and put them into a database of some sort is an integral part of the work, as are services that respond to events but don't necessarily expose HTTP APIs. Eric J. Markets, his EF Core Power Tools Visual Studio extension, I didn't even know this existed. I mean, I had, I had vaguely heard of it, but had no idea what EF Core Power Tools would even do. Now, luckily, Eric shared a link to his extension, which, according to the download page, lets you reverse engineer a context and classes from an existing SQL Server database, has diagramming support, right-click migration support in Visual Studio, and more. Now, the, micro, the .NET download site had an outage last week, and there is not, and I quote, there is no workaround using Azure DevOps. Now, can you imagine the protocols Microsoft has put into place to push Azure at all costs? It's like a business person said, mention Azure. And the tech guy's like, no, but sir, this is, this is an outage on our public website. And they came back with, mention Azure. David Fowler tweets about some new additions to ASP.NET in C Sharp 10 and .NET 6, which include default global usings, file scoped namespaces, and a minimal hosting API. Now, we've talked about default global usings a few episodes back. What those are, those are globally inferred namespaces. So the most common namespaces you would use, they're included and auto-generated, so you don't have to include them in each of your files. Now, file scoped namespaces allow you to keep the namespace uh, out of the file itself, and it's just inferred to be whatever that file is. But I don't know what a minimal hosting API is, but I will find out. Nicole Express blogs about the cause and fix for a long-standing ALF bug for the Sega system. Yes, that ALF. The adorable animatronic 80s TV star that had its own movie and video game. Oh, and yeah, and uh, liked to eat cats. What if GitHub Copilot worked like a real programmer? This was a blog post, uh, mostly satire. But not listed was Copilot engaging in a flame war over whether The Last Jedi was the worst Star Wars movie ever made and reminding other programmers that programming is a meritocracy while failing to see how self-serving that statement is. Now, this is satire, of course. The Last Jedi is arguably the best Star Wars movie ever made. If you use Chocolatey, it turns out a fresh install of Visual Studio can inadvertently make your NuGet package source configuration disappear. Oops. There's a blog post out. How to use Azure AD PowerShell to work with extension properties. The blog post does what it says on the tin, but for you, the use case here is if you need PowerShell to retrieve and set extension properties from Azure Active Directory. Now, if you know what that sentence means, please out, reach out and let me know. 
Thanks. On July 27, 1993, Windows NT 3.1 was released. Now, I know it wasn't NT, but Windows 3.1 was glorious. And only for me, because that's the first OS I played Chips Challenge on. Also, Chips Challenge and its sequel are available on Steam. You're welcome. Brent Ozar has released an update to his first responder and consultant's toolkit. Okay, naming aside, if you use SQL Server and you're a DBA or even a C-sharp developer that needs to interact with SQL Server, you will want to download, install, and run these scripts. They're very useful in understanding performance issues in SQL Server and in understanding your table structure and what indexes are optimal and helping you resolve emergent issues with SQL Server. Now, these scripts really should be in every team's toolkit that deals with SQL Server. There was a uh, YouTube video shared on Twitter where David Lee Roth retells the famous brown M&M story that Van Halen used in its rider. Now, the reason they put brown M&Ms in their concert riders is not what you think. And it's it's a good lesson for software developers. Now, this is well worth your time to listen to. And thanks to at textfiles on Twitter for sharing a link. Visual Studio 2022 will not be able to build .NET applications that target anything in .NET 4 before 4.5.2. Now, the writing here is on the wall. Upgrade your framework, folks. Dapper version 1.3, that's D-A-P-R, not Dapper, the micro ORM, but the distributed application runtime. And this minor update includes several minor updates, but still no explanation as to why drop-in replacement architecture is such a win. Now, developing to the lowest common denominator gets you the most boring and undifferentiated features of all of your options. Now, last week, I asked the CEO of JetBrains for an update to the SolarWinds slash TeamCity hack, and he obliged. If you're new to this, the New York Times ran an article that claimed, anonymously, of course, that Team City was why the solar attack, solar winds attack happened. Now, because of that, some companies and organizations have dropped using JetBrains products. And we hadn't heard from the CEO of JetBrains since their update several months ago. And I asked him to let us know if anything had changed. He obliged by reinforcing that the New York Times article uh, was bogus. .NET Conf call for speakers is open. And I submitted a session that will undoubtedly be turned down because I didn't measure, mention Azure in the abstract at all. c 10 will support var as a Lambda expression initializer. And I've hit the point where I'm now souring on the use of var. I have no idea what the type is or will be, and I can't see how that's a good thing. You can at me at Gortok on Twitter if you think I'm wrong and why. That's G-O-R-T-O-K. Martin, the generic host builder in .NET, and why this could be the golden age for OSS in .NET. Now, in this blog post, Jeremy Miller spells out why the addition of generic host builder has made his life easier as an OSS maintainer. Now, personally, I think the problems with open source software in .NET are mostly commercial interference by Microsoft, and I'm not so sure we can fix that. And lastly, and sadly... Abel Wang passed away last week. Now, if you don't know him, he worked at Microsoft, 
He was a principal program manager and technical assistant to the CTO of Azure. Now take a moment and read the accompanying link to learn more about Abel and his life. And that's it for what happened last week in .NET. I'm George Stocker, and I help .NET teams move to event-driven microservices. Now, if you have a monolith that's getting long in the tooth, and you're not sure where to go from here, why not think about event-driven microservices? To learn more, you can take a free five-day course at movetomicro.services. Thanks, and I will see you next week.